Welcome to Chasing Greatness. We're rolling into April, and I cannot believe it. We've finished Q1 here. Uh, I probably shouldn't date this on the on the web, but we've we finished Q1 of 2022. We're going into the second quarter. Uh, it, this is this is going to be a really great opportunity for you to maybe level up here today as we're talking about the talent level in our workplace today. So Monday, we, we talk about winning at work, Wednesday, win at home, and Friday's win at life here on the Chasing Greatness podcast. Thanks for joining us. You're helping us grow the channel. The downloads are going like crazy right now. We're getting comments. It's It's been good stuff. And I really appreciate you helping us spread the word. Today, you'll hear some things that I think will be helpful, not only to you and your team, the people you work with, but maybe somebody you know who might be struggling a little bit and and I think there'll be some things that, that they might benefit from as well. So I hope you'll 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 hit that share button and uh, give us a thumbs up, whatever you comments, anything you got, that'll help us. That'll be great. The reason I say I think you'll know some people that that need some help is I have been speaking lately all over the place and I keep having these conversations with leaders and they keep asking me where can we find people where can we find talent everybody's kind of struggling right now there's this there's this war for talent they say i use the word war loosely there but uh, people are trying to find how, how do we build our payroll how do we get people to to uh, want to work for us I, I think this is an important conversation here and i would ask it this way for you as you think about quarter two starting up do you have the people on your team that are going to help you be able to win as you go into the to the second quarter of the of the so-called game and business here. As you think about your people, do you have the right people? Do you have enough people? Some some people tell me, hey, we we've got all these openings. We're just trying to find people. Anybody, you know, warm body, if they can pass a drug test, whatever, we're happy to. I mean, that is not the way we want to really be thinking about our talent. I would encourage you to be thinking about exceptional talent, not just acceptable talent. It's I would even say it's better to have nobody than the wrong body. If you get the wrong people on your team, it, you can crush your morale and engagement. It's no fun to work with them. You can't execute at the level you're trying to you're you're trying to. And so it's really important for us to find the right people. But talent is really important. It, it we see this all over the place. It's easy to see it. I mean like we 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 have a championship game in basketball tonight with you know, the recruiting that's been done, there's no no surprise, you know, these teams that are in this game. As you think about college football, we see it all the time. I remember years ago, uh, I'll, I'll uh, this will kind of date me because some of you won't even remember this, but um, but years ago, I, I, maybe 2008, this has been probably 15 years ago, uh, Nick Saban, is, who's now the Alabama football coach, and by the way, I'm not an Alabama fan, sorry if you are, uh, well, actually, I'm not sorry for you because it must be pretty nice to win all the time. That's got to be fun. But my wife is an Auburn grad, and so we're not we we don't cheer for Alabama at all. Uh, Georgia did win the championship this year, but we we don't cheer for them either. We we cheer for Auburn, and so it's it's pretty sad right now. It's it's not been great, but we have been beaten Alabama a couple times in the last four or five years, so that's been good. But um, but I remember in 2008, Nick Saban is is the coach of the Miami Dolphins at the time, and uh, Lou Holtz is a former coach of Notre Dame. He's on a ESPN broadcast on a Saturday night. And I'll never forget this. Reese Davis is one of the, he's he's the host of the show, and he asked Lou. He said, "I've heard this rumor that Nick Saban may be taking the Alabama." Uh, college job. Again, he's an NFL coach for the Miami Dolphins. Do you think he should take this job, Lou? And Lou Holtz doesn't even blink. As only Lou could do, he says, there's two reasons he should absolutely take this job. Reason number one, he can't beat the Patriots. 
which was kind of funny at the time because the Patriots ended up being they, they're still been pretty good for a long time. Uh, although the Bills are are my you know they're 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 better now, which I, I love that. And then and then um, he said the second reason though is if he goes to Alabama, he's going to have the best players eight out of every ten Saturdays. Well. Lou was right about the fact that Nick couldn't beat the Patriots part. I mean, the Patriots have been pretty amazing for a long time, or they were for a long time, um, and, and I'm not a Patriots fan either, as I said. But, but the second reason, this was, this was the one that, that it just took the cake, so to speak, is if you go to Alabama, you'll have the eight out of every ten Saturdays you have the best players. That wasn't true. Nick has the best players every Saturday. I mean, literally, there's been very few Saturdays over the last 15 years that Alabama didn't have the best players. And it's because they spend such, uh, they put such focus on recruiting and they have a great brand that they've been able to attract people to, but they're always looking for five star players, so to speak. And, and they're never satisfied with, uh, with mediocrity. As you think about your team, do you have the right players around you? Do you have the right people around you to help you accomplish what it is you're trying to do? I'll give you some things to remember here. The first one is just simply what I just stated, basically. The team with the best players usually wins. The reason Alabama wins so many games is because they have the best players. It, they do have a great coach. They do have a great system. They do have a great university, all those things. But they really have the best players, and that that is that is a huge competitive advantage. Now, they again, they lose occasionally. They've lost Auburn a couple times. They've lost to Clemson a couple times in the playoffs. They lost to Georgia this year. They, I mean, they do lose some games, but it's usually not because they have inferior uh, talent. It, it's usually because other teams have great talent as well, and, and they play a little better on that day, and it usually comes down to mistakes. They make turnovers or penalties or somebody gets hurt. That, that happened this year, and, you know, Georgia had a really good team, and so that game, that game was a really uh, great game there at the, at the end. But it's interesting when you, when you listen to Nick Saban, he, he says Georgia and Auburn are not our rivals. Complacency is our rival. And uh, for you, as you think about going into Q2 right here, are you, is there a place where your team has gotten complacent? Is, there, is, is maybe arrogance your rival? What I mean by that is, like, is, are, have you been really successful and you just think this is just going to roll forever and we're, we, we, we're invincible at this point? And almost our, our hubris can become our, our competition. And so as you, as you really um, focus on trying to be better – in this next quarter than you were in the first, you're going to need the right people. And, and if you have the best people, that's going to position you uh, to run the play, right? You, you can't run the play if you don't have the talent to run the play. And, and so the team with the most talent is positioned to win. That's one thing. Secondly, a clear profile will enable better selections. If you really focus on what you're looking for and you know what you're looking for and you've got a profile, I think that'll help you make a lot better uh, selections. It's 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 so easy to not know what we're looking for. We know we have an opening, but we're not really sure. We don't have role clarity. We don't have great job descriptions. We don't have conversations about you know what what that role looks like. We don't know we don't know the the character that we're looking for. We don't know the skills that we're looking for. We we really don't spend enough time really locked in on what are we looking for at each position on our team, much the same way that they would at one of these college teams or a pro team as they're getting ready for the draft in a few weeks. They're, they know what they're looking for. And so I think we need to we need to know what are we looking for right now? What if, if, You might even think about it this way. If you could hire one person right now or if you could select one person to be on your team, maybe they're already in your organization. Maybe they need to move across 
uh, the building from one department to the next. And uh, that that's a good reminder as well that talent in the best organizations, talent belongs to the organization, not to the department. Because if we're not careful, we'll just like we'll we'll put our stake in the ground. This is our turf. You stay off of it. These are my four people, and and these are somebody else's six people. And they don't they don't think about like what's best for the people, not what's best for you know. I got to make sure I keep my people. They're not your people. They're people. And so let's let's really focus on how do we help people get to where they need to be. How do we help the organization go to where it needs to? And ultimately, that's going to come with with clarity in our profiles, having people in the right uh, positions to help them thrive. And then ultimately, when we have growing people, uh, our our business will grow. Uh, so we the people the team with the most talent typically wins. Clear profile is going to enable better selections. And then one other thing I'd remind you of here is the best leaders are always looking for talent. I, I have a friend of mine who. I was with him one day. <coughs> we're out in a, we're out in a, uh, we're, we're actually in a restaurant. There's, there's a person serving in this restaurant who's just, just, I mean, they're crushing it. They're so good. And this guy literally tries to hire this woman on the spot for what, for his business was not, which was not even the same as this business. It, but her, she was so good. Uh, he, he said, if you ever want a job, you call me. And he gave, he gave her uh, his card. And it just reminded me that really great leaders don't have a hiring mindset. They have a recruiting bias. They're just, they're always recruiting. They're always trying to level up their talent. So as you think about your talent right now, where do you need to level up? Maybe maybe everybody on your team right now needs to level up in, in Q2. Maybe they all need to get a little bit better right now. But chances are you you have some people right now that are missing on your team and you need to fill those spots if you're really going to accomplish your vision or your mission, what it, whatever it is you're trying to do. You, you, you got to have the right people to help you do that. So uh, if you're going to win at work, if you're going to be great at work, again, we're chasing greatness here. We're trying to see how good can we be? Uh, what could we really accomplish if we had the right people? You're going to need those right people to do that. And so this talent conversation, I'm hearing it everywhere I go. Hopefully there's some things today that we've talked about that'll just give you some reminders. I would also say this before we go, if you've got the wrong people on your team right now, and I'm, what I mean by that is maybe two twofold, maybe maybe the people on my team are, are not the right people because I've not been doing what I'm supposed to do. Sometimes people have struggled uh, who I've worked with, not because they woke up in the morning and thought, man, I'm going to try to make Randy nuts today. I wanted to see if I can disappoint him. No, that's not been what... They've struggled because I didn't train them. I didn't coach them. I didn't hold them accountable. I didn't give them opportunity. I didn't share ownership. Maybe that's on you. Maybe you have some things that you need to do to say, okay, I got to level myself up if I'm going to help the people around me get better. But maybe you have some people on your team right now that don't need to be on your team. Maybe maybe it's time for you to give them an opportunity to go thrive somewhere else. And, and you'll have to answer those questions. I can't do it for you. But I do know this. If you don't have the right talent around you, you're going to have a hard time winning against the competition, which again is complacency, success, whatever it is. You got to continue to level up your talent if you're going to be as good as what you can be. So that's it. Let's win at work this week. It starts with you focusing on the people around you. Some of you are in charge of hiring people. You're or, or, Maybe recruiting people. Let's use the language we used a minute ago, not just hiring them. You'll recruit them first. You have that opportunity. Some of you don't get to select the people that you work with. You have to, you know, you have to work with them. And somebody's been, you know, you've been put on a team with them. 
But I think we can all do what we can do to level up and have those conversations and make sure everybody's clear on responsibilities. And if we'll do that, things can get better. So let's go make sure as we go into quarter two here, it's April. Let's don't let's don't slow down. Let's let's push hard here and see how great we can be this year. All right. Uh, you guys uh, are, are out there in the trenches. Keep pushing on what you're doing. Keep chasing greatness. There really is greatness in you. I believe there can be greatness in your team as well if you will do everything you can to build not just an acceptable team, but an exceptional team. If you'll do that, you really can achieve what you're trying to do. All right. Love you guys. I'll see you on Wednesday. We're going we're gonna to talk on Wednesday about uh, winning at home, but it's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to give you the power of making a list. And this is not going to be your traditional put this is your to-do list. There'll be a little bit of that, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you some other things that I think need to be on our list if we're going to win, not just from nine to five, but from five to nine as well, which will position us to win back at work. So I, I hope you'll join us on Wednesday for that. Share this with somebody you know. Uh, just continue to encourage those leaders around you to be their best as well. Let's keep chasing greatness. All right, talk to you later. <laughs>